friends, and welcome to another episode of The Intellectuals. I am your co-host, Tony Contreras, and with me always, the great... Nikki Ready for Summer. Nikki Ready for Summer. Nikki Ready for Summer. What, you, you cleaning out your pool? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that was that was crazy. Uh, I, I think I sent you a picture of, of that mud you field. Um, y- you looked like you were like on another planet. You also had a NASA shirt. You just looked like, <laughs> a, like an explorer, and you were like... Like working with some some primordial exoplanet slime. Yeah, no, it was because I I have these trees in the back of my pool and they're growing uncontrollably for the last ten years, yeah. gigantic things, and they're just vomiting material onto the pool all winter. And when I open it, it's just black. And it's but happened. Don't you have a cover? Don't you have a cover? It on somehow gets through. I don't know. It's like what do you mean? It's like dust on Mars. It just gets in. I, I don't. I don't know. How, what kind of cover do you have? It's like it's one of those tight covers with the elephant can stand on but it's not working is it is it porous like can you see nah, the there hair? are there are little gaps and i covered the gaps with a tarp it's not working little, little leaves get in there it's it's all right it's gross sounds like a product idea you gotta you gotta we gotta fix that that's that's uh, that's great yeah um ask me about what i've been up to um Go tony ahead. what have you been up to yeah okay so check this out i was in hawaii last what week. i didn't know I, that it sounds it sounds very exotic for people in, in New York that I just – but from here, you can just literally hop on a flight and five hours later for pretty inexpensive if you no, go the right five hours, that's it? Yeah, and it's and it's also like one way. It's like 140 bucks. You can go to like an island. It's 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 So it's kind of like mm-hmm. – and, and so so let me tell you my story. So I, we planned this – Can't wait to hear your story. Months ago, it was Mother's Day and it was Lulu's birthday. So it was like we're going to go to Hawaii. So we, we go to Hawaii. We left on Thursday. I took a couple of days off from work. I took Thursday, Friday, and Monday off. So we go to this island called Kauai. It's like it's like a beautiful island. It has one road that goes around the outside of it, basically. Right? And that road is the road we took from the airport to our resort. So mm. We stayed in a, in a little resort. Okay. It was like a 20, it was like a 20, 25-minute drive from the airport to the resort. Okay. We got there. Got it. Spent a beautiful time there. It was great. Yeah, it sounds we sounds amazing. Great. Sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Checkout time was at 11 a.m. when on on the Monday, right? And and we checked out at 11. Our flight was at 1:30. So we left two and a half hours ahead of ahead of schedule, right? Okay. Get on the get on the single road, and there's like traffic, traffic <gasps> a fucking traffic jam. No. And and the car's not moving. And you know, I had the Google Maps up, and it was like. Estimated time of arrival, you know, it started getting like shorter and like, uh, you know, the window of when we had to get to the airport at the gate and go into the flight was getting smaller, smaller, smaller. It got to the point where it was like, okay, we're not going to make it. I also did, side note, it led me down like all of a sudden it just like got smart. It was like, make a U-turn and you can go this way. And I was like, what is this really? So I'm like. Maybe a quarter of the way there, and I was like, look at these fucking... And I turn around, and I was like, you fucking losers. And I'm driving the opposite way. I turn into a dirt road. I'm bouncing this fucking Kia down this dirt road. <laughs> a Kia, not in, a Jeep. Into a dead end. So now I got to turn around and get back to the back of the line. So oh, at this point, I'm like... Google right, Maps. Google Maps. Fucking sucks. This is fucking terrible. But through a miracle and through like really bad driving, bad meaning like fast and furious driving... I, I got us to the airport, and but I still had to return the car, and I had to fill up the car. So I kicked Lulu and Olivia, uh, sorry, uh, Lulu and Allie out, but it was actually, this was Allie's idea, and she wanted to stay. I was like, you guys go catch the flight. I'll go return the car. Okay. So they go, they jump into the, they jump in the, and now I'm driving, and I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to make this flight. I might as well just go. I might as well just go get gas now, and then and then I'll just be stuck. And I'm so I'm getting gas, and I'm looking at hotels. And we've been at this island for a few days now, and I'm like, I don't want to spend that much money. Right. I called the airline; they were like, "You got the cheap fare, so it's non-refundable. You're fucked. You got to get a new fare." But it was only like 150 bucks or something to fly back. And I was like, so I got to return this car, and I'm going to be like sequestered, like in a hotel. And it wasn't going to be a cool, beautiful hotel. It was, and I just felt really sad. And it was like really overcast and I was alone. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm in fucking Hawaii. I was it like, just, why don't it I just go? dawned on you. I just like, I forgot. And then I just like, what if I go to another island? And then I remembered we work with a guy who's always like, if you're ever in Oahu, 
hit me up and I'll take you around. And I was like, what? I'm just going to go to another island. So I looked it up. It costs $50 to go from one island to another on a plane. That I, oh. and in, a, in an hour's notice, I, I got, I bought, I bought a flight. I'm on a plane. I land in Honolulu. So I was in this sleepy island and I land in Honolulu. And this is like, Honolulu is fucking insane, dude. It's like, it's like Miami Beach meets Las Vegas meets like Times Square meets like LA meets, and, and, I'm, and I'm just like, but I'm walking around this giant, huge buildings, tons of tourists I'm walking around by myself. And I'm like, so, so anyway, long story short, I end up hanging with this guy, Nick, who was so fucking generous with his time. He took me around. We went stand up paddle boarding. We did fucking surfing. So wow. I booked two extra nights and I stayed two, two extra nights. Two extra nights. And I, and, I, and I worked from there, which means I got to get up at four in the morning to have like meetings. Tony, right? that was your plan all along, wasn't it? I, but it, it taught me this valuable <laughs> lesson of like, holy shit. Roll with like, it. Like the worst fucking possible scenario, it turned into just like an amazing experience. That's great. It was, it That's was great. so magical. It was so magical. You know what else is magical? You know who else is magical? Who is magical, Tony? Our guest, our guest today. I am so excited about about our guest. So, so a couple of weeks ago, I had a little like share out of like how to podcast, right? Like put out a feeler for work. It's like if anybody wants to do this podcast, please. And she volunteered, and I, I, it couldn't be a better person. Wow. Um. So our guest today is somebody that I've been working with for about two years. She is. She's an incredible, uh, very, very talented designer. She does like visual design and interaction design. And she's just like a boss, you know? She just can't, yeah. she just like fucking runs shit. She's also like very social, very like uh, like the glue, you know, that makes shit happen, mm, you know? Yeah. Um, she is just this beautiful, beautiful person inside and out. I am so delighted that the great Mishi Hut Kabesas is here with us. Mishi, welcome to the show. Welcome, Mishi. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Nick. And thank you for having me. I am jealous wow. about your Hawaii story now, Tony. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I was like, oh, yeah, who needs to work at an office? You know, because <laughs> they want us. They're slowly starting to ask us to come back. And, you know, you know, the man is pulling us back in. And I was like, oh, yeah, this was the promise of remote work. Mm, it's true. You, I, we worked from four in the morning till like one in the afternoon. and I was done for the day. I mean, I was exhausted. But like, it was fucking awesome. Bishi, I was in paradise for a couple of days, and I was like, if I ever lived near the beach and it was ever fucking beautiful in paradise, I would never want to leave. And where? Remind us where you're from. Paradise, Tony. I am from paradise. I'm yeah. from Costa Rica, so I was born Ooh. and raised in the tropics. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I ended up leaving paradise for a couple of years, at least. So. Yeah. And and you've been in the States for how long now? So I've been in the States. I actually left um, Costa Rica um, for college okay. around, um, let me think, around like seven years ago. Did college four years. Wow. Ended up going back home. Mm -hmm. Worked for a while there. So I got, to, I got to do remote work, COVID style, from the beach in Costa Rica. I have to Ugh, say, definitely move. a privilege to to work near the beach. It was really funny because, like, I all the time had to like go into the call and say, "Sorry for the birds," or like, "Sorry right. we hear the Sorry ocean." The birds. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's really funny because, like, I I still work with with some people where I get into calls with people from Costa Rica, and the first thing that like you hear, it's literally like the outdoors, and it's it's beautiful. Very loud birds. Yeah, they are mm. so it's crazy. By strange coincidence, someone who I worked with at my previous job is also from Costa Rica, and has, his family has a farm there. From what I understand, Did so one day I'd chicken? like to pay him a visit, huh? Did you hear chicken all the time? I don't know. I can't wait to find out. <laughs> um. So okay. So so I've never been to Costa Rica. There's there's a big city, right? San Jose. Yeah. And that's like in the middle-ish, right? It's not yeah. near the beach. Nope. But it's... that's where that's where the work is, right? Yeah. So um main city, capital, San Jose. Uh yeah. in the middle. Um, but you get to like 
the coast, you'll get there in like an hour and like 20 minutes. Uh, one hour 15 if you drive fast and furious like Tony, maybe an hour, Tony, yeah. who knows? Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so very close. Um, even like within the city, if there's traffic, it's going to take you like an hour and a half to get anywhere. Any like oh, that's great. Yeah. So and then what about the city itself? Are there like parks so people can people go outside? And is it like that that kind of scene or is it like really kind of? Well, it's Latin America, urban. so it's not yeah. as safe as we would like it to be. Um, Costa Rica is not that walkable, especially mm. in the capital. Um, I mean, I feel like all like city centers yeah. have their own um, like insecurity to yeah. it. Especially, but is if, there like a downtown? Is there like a like a like a like a tight little downtown that is walkable, or is the whole city you get like a you get you get like areas that are walkable? Right. Um. So sounds like capital. There's like a very like famous park that you can like walk around, and it's very cultural. You get uh museums, a lot of art galleries, a lot of like coffee mm. shops and whatnot. So that would be in San Jose, and then of course you have like the more like residential downtowns kind of style where you get like uh shopping centers and like um a bit of like bigger more high-end stuff yeah and where did you live i know where you so, live in the high-end stuff no actually so i lived very close to the airport i live in like the like huh. outside of like the city um so okay. it would take me like what like 20 minutes to get either to like san jose which is like the the capital that i just mentioned yeah. or to like these other areas Um, I was also a bit closer to the beach. Um, believe it or not, that like 15 minutes in traffic can like be like 45. So oh, whenever we oh. like start driving on a Friday, um, it takes me like one hour and 15-ish from like the middle could take you it, again in traffic a right. bit longer. So Wait, yeah. and why would you, why did you just say Friday? Is it because you would stay overnight when you go there? We No, yeah, we usually, so like um, the weekends in Costa Rica, people like, travel or like people like go places hikes yeah. mountains camping um right. you got volcanoes right, right? you got beaches so right. usually the plants like social plants usually like um evolve around moving um even with my family for example we would do like gatherings uh in places near the beach and whatnot so but 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 you leave on a friday night then it's you know it's kind of evening ish Uh, when you get there, so do you stay overnight? We do, that, we do. We stay the weekend. Do? We stay the weekend, Friday, and and it's even funny because there's like they 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 so Costa Rican roads are not the best, <laughs> but okay. um they built this um like highway in the middle of like mountains, beautiful highway. Right. Whenever you go to Costa Rica, right. um like yeah. I always it's recommend, your pride and joy, right? Yeah, you you yeah. need to drive through uh -huh. this during the day, so it's okay. a highway. And because it gets, like, because it's very commonly that everyone just, like, drives back to the city on a Sunday, they oh. do this thing that they open both lanes the same direction. So you're, like, from, like, certain, you got, like, five hours, like, right. a window of five hours where you can drive in both lanes to the so same direction. So what, what happens oh, if wow. you're going the other way? You're, you're, you got to wait? You're kind of fucked? You, yeah, you either so have to, like, take another route. Go around. Or huh. um, you got you got to like skip that window. That's great. Yeah. Well, that's Tony, what they were doing in Hawaii. You, that's exactly. You'd miss your plane, Tony. That's exactly. That was exactly what I was thinking. Because 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 in Hawaii, my story, it was a one lane road, both directions, uh -huh. and and yeah, you you would drive for like for like you know like 30 feet, and then you'd wait like 10 minutes yeah. while like cars went by you. So they were doing that, but just flipping it. Yeah, poor tourists. Um, so so you left you so you went to high school you graduated high school in in, in Costa Rica and, and then you went to school in the states you went to like a pretty pretty fancy art school if I'm not mistaken right yeah so I went to uh, SCAD Savannah College of Art and Design um, very popular in design world um, especially in international like countries. Um, it, I had the privilege to um, take an IB art program. And so people from SCAD would visit our high schools and they would like really push for, for people to come into, um, to, to go That's there. That's a good job. Yeah, That's I a know, good right? job, Nick. That's Imagine having that job. You're going around. That sounds like a good job. 
my yeah. my uh, daughter was looking at art schools, and then now I think she wants to go into uh, something in the veterinarian field. But uh, we went Ooh. and looked at uh, in Providence, um, Rizzi, Rizzi, I guess. Rizzi, that was that was, uh-huh. re- that was that was really cool. Um, yeah, so some of those schools are, are really really nice. They they are, and I think one of the cool parts is that. Um, you get so many um, creative majors nowadays that like hmm. you your offering is insane. So for example, this school would do a year of foundations and it gives you like small, like a class on like 3D and sculpture. It gives you a class on like um, graphics and, and, and uh, digital design and whatnot. So you literally have like a full like yeah. open stage when you end up that foundations year to choose whatever you can yeah. go to. And so you get even mm. like sound design, right? Like that's a major that like cool. people would be, it wouldn't be a major um, some years ago, right? It would be like a focus or you would take, right. I don't know, some classes, but now it's a major. So it's really uh, the, the amount of offer, like the offering on classes is, yeah. is really good. It's, it's really cool to be exposed to all those things so you can figure out what, what you want to do, you, you know? Um, my, my daughter's taking, uh, she's a design major, um, at UC Davis and the same thing. She's been, yeah. So she had one, one semester. They do, they do, they do quarters there. Right. She took a UX class, like, you know, and I do this shit like all day long. And she was, and she she fucking learned how to use like Figma really well Uh in like a week and a half. She was like, daddy, I got to do this project. I got to do this website. And I was like. Well, let me sit you down and let me show you how to, <laughs> let me mansplain how, and she was like, no, I, I know how to do this already. And she like flipped her computer around and it was like, it was like, oh. She's leaving like, you in a dust. But it's just like, it just becomes, it's just like, it's just, you're totally, you know, immersed in it. Number one, you're learning it in a structured way. And, 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 you know, the, the kids today, they just, they just have an affinity for this shit, right? She's doing like. She's doing 3D printing and she's working with Rhino and she's doing mm-hmm. stuff. It, 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 now she's doing like outdoor installations with like I'm Arduinos jealous. and lights. Fucking insane. And she, wow, that she sounds loves pretty it. cool. That she loves it. Really it's like, it's cool. like, it sounds like camp, you know? But she had to take some other crazy classes. Like, but she loved them too. She took like a music history class, US music history class, you know, stuff like that. That's just like kind of rounding, rounding things off, which is, which is great. Much, what? Much better than much. There was one class that always, there's a couple, of course, but there's one that I always um, talk about um, in my like current ages. Um, but they would give us a class, a speech class. And so they would like teach you how to like structure a speech and do like, oh, um, like public speaking. You public mean. speaking. Like, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. so good. And, and there's so yeah. many things from that class that I think we even use, I don't know, on a meeting or like even today, yeah. right? Like things like that. I think yeah. I really it's appreciate It's very practical. It. Yeah. Very practical. They don't tell you that when you're, you know, like, cause you think about a speech, you're like, oh, I'm going to run for office or something, <laughs> you know, or I need to like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, why would I ever need this? But then it turns out when you go fucking working in an office, you got to do this shit all the time. Yeah, yeah that's true. 100%. All the time. Yeah. And and to have like structure and practice on it um, is really important. So so how did you get into design? So um, funny story. I always wanted to be a fashion designer since I was very, very little. Um, and it started uh, from like two passions. One, the beach, of course, I grew up in the beach. So um, I always wanted to design my own swimwear, design my own like cover-ups and all that, all those like um, beachy um, accessories and whatnot. And then also uh, I've danced my whole life since I'm like three, I've been dancing. And so I always wanted to design also my um, like athletic wear. Um, from then, I remember this. My I, there's one moment in my life that I always, I'm always grateful to my mother. But I have always wanted to get into like sustainability in some sort of way, um, especially like um, environmental sustainability. And there was like two, I want to say one year and a half before going into college. We were in the whole like college application process, getting to see what I wanted to uh, go to school for and whatnot. There was a sustainable fashion design um, like huh. competition in Costa Rica. And so I, I enrolled in it. Um, I, 
Wait, how old are you? How old were you when this happened? By like 15, 16. Okay. Probably 15 and yeah. a half, 16. And so uh -huh. I designed this, like, I used old CDs, um, Ooh. like computer yeah. CDs. I cut them in like four, literally had yeah. like parts. <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> that they're they're now considered ancient things because they are. It's, it's incredible. They are. They 100% they yeah. are. Yeah. And, and even like, it was really interesting. It's like all the CDs that we have were like old CDs from like older siblings. And so I had to be very careful on which ones to cut and which ones I couldn't, because right. if not, of course, right. the I, the Shakira right. ones were untouchable, for example. Of course. Um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and so I basically cut those in four and then like did holes. And then I like with, um, how do you call like um, the round metal things um, that you put in like, Ch like chains? Yeah, like chain link. Yeah, like we, yeah. so I put chain yeah. links between all the like CD pieces. And you made um, a bathing suit out of this? No, no so I made I made no I made um like a skirt. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. That so cool. It does, but the execution was not great. Anyway, really? so yeah, I got into the competition. <laughs> um, runner up, didn't even make it to like the fashion show, and then my mom like very wisely and in a super empathetic way, she came to me and she was like, "Hey." Um, you know, like, if this is what you want to do, I'm so proud of you that you started early. But have you ever yeah. considered, um, like, other majors? And I was like, well, mom, like, yeah, I think I, I can consider, like, other majors. And so I got into, like, uh, uh, college counseling in that moment. And they, uh, like, asked me, like, hey, like, talk to me. What is it that you like about fashion design? And so my first... Uh, like the first thing that I said was, I like that I can think about it and produce it and see it in a tangible form very fast. Yeah. Right? Because like another option could be architecture, but like architecture takes is yeah. like takes years. Totally. And so yeah. she was she she um introduced me to product and industrial design. And I was like, ooh, that sounds exactly like yeah. what I want. There I could right. focus in whatever product I want furniture, smart devices, like small stuff. I could also do big stuff if I ever wanted to. And so um, basically uh, SCAD is one of the, well, I don't know now if, if more schools offer this, but like SCAD was one of the few that you could go into each major and choose minors um, in a click. You didn't have to apply to another like fashion school, oh, for cool. example. Oh, wow, right. that's, so, that's so efficient. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. it's super fish, and you can take as many minors as you want. And cool. so I was like, that's perfect because I can do industrial design with a minor in accessories or fashion or jewelry, right? right. All these different options. As a backup, right? As a backup. <laughs> and right. so that's right. how I got into design. Um, and it was basically right. designing swimwear and athletic wear. Amazing. Yeah. It, wow. Did you have... Did you have like friends that were into designing swimwear? And, and like, how do you even get into that? Like, what... What what ex what do you think exposed you to this first? So um, when I was very young, my mom had breast cancer, and we discovered that there is so many adaptations that swimwear needs to go through to fit a body of uh, someone that had breast cancer, mm, prosthetics, wow. scars, um, wow. like all these like like yeah. like a body that's not like one size does not exactly. fit all and it's specifically 100%. yeah it, yeah yeah and yeah. so i think it became kind of like our thing um getting into uh do like um adaptations to swimwear and so we kind of like that's how we that's how i got into it and i was like okay like i did it for my mom and then i was like oh now i want to do one for myself and I actually started just designing it. So I would basically draw it, go to a, like a textile shop, buy the like fabric and then take it to um, a seamstress. And then they would do the swimmer for me. However, one, it took some time for her to like give the models back. And then also she would um, change the design a bit. Um, really? And, yeah. Yeah, and so that was when I was like, well, you know what? Like, I love sewing. 
um, my grandma had an old sewing machine at the house. I feel like every Latin mom, every yeah. Latin grandma has one. And so wait, was it the of, kind with the feet? We had to like pump yeah. the feet, or was yeah, it, it was a it was finger like one? That? It was yeah. a finger one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Everybody so, had yeah. <laughs> and so um, then my mom was like, you know what? Like, let's get you into um, classes. And I got classes, and like in a week, I was already like doing like swimwear. And the wow. tricky part um, that I became picky on now is there is a whole thing around fitting, right? Body shapes with swimwear. Yeah. And yeah. el- putting an elastic on yeah. elastic fabric oh, is yeah. super tricky. And I so, can imagine. Mm-hmm. You got to get that and just right. Just right. You cannot, you cannot, because it's like, you, usually you have to do it very manually, right? If you don't have all the right. like appropriate machines to it. And um, yeah. So that was kind of like how I got into. Um, Wait, were you making were you making two piece two piece suits or one piece suit two pieces? So for my mom, we did one piece um, because of yeah. the like back scars, um, and then for myself, I would actually do both of them. I would do usually bikinis, like two piece, and then yeah. uh, one piece. A funny story about my first swimwear ever. So yeah. did a two piece, very like simple strapless. I usually like. Always wanted to get creative with like the backs. Wait, hold on, hold on. Can you? Uh, uh, I'm not sure what a strapless bikini is. Is that it's um, like, just like a tube? It's just like a tube, basically. Yeah, it's an it's easy like a, one. It's like a headband, but you just exactly, okay. yeah, just okay. like that. Okay, okay, uh, yeah. And so, um, so I usually get creative on the backs. It was an easy uh, like model to to sew, right? Hold and on, then, one one follow up question. The bottom is it like is it like two triangles? Yes. So usually right. you see got, this, Nick. Wow, your visualization <laughs> skills are top notch. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to figure this out. Hold on, hold on. I have a, before we go into yours, one more, one more question. Do you have, do you have patterns that you buy, or or do you like take apart other bathing suits to like? How do you like? Are you just like? Are you just like cut it and you just like hold it up? No, there's like, a, how does it work? There's a couple of tr- of tricks. So there are some models that you can like print. Or like even copy from right. like magazines. There's like magazines that have the models, and then they give you uh, right. the like very common extra small, small, medium, large sizes to like bathing uh-huh. suits, right? Or, the, or like the part that you're creating. Right. But you could also do custom, and so basically it's a combination of one the shape that you wanna get, right? If you want right. it to be high waisted and they so that it goes a bit taller. Right. If you want low waist, mm. and you would literally, if for example, me. Sewing for myself, I would measure literally my waist. And how you do it is you do, so you do, imagine like if you um, have a bottom part, right? It's like two triangles like you. And then imagine that you cut the two sides and you get like a diaper almost, like an open diaper. (laughs) You know what I'm thinking? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Uh I have four kids. I'm very familiar with diapers. That's perfect. (laughs) So imagine cutting a diaper in four. So you would what? only have a fourth of the of the front part and a fourth of the back part. Well, that seems very complicated. It's actually really easy because you mirror things so that they're oh. exactly. Oh, uh-huh. so you fold it in half and you cut? Yep. You fold in half and you right. cut. And you so fold it in half, Nick. That's how you get um like exact like Right. Because you don't want all the side to be a little longer. So it's it's not complicated. It actually makes it simple to get perfect alignment exactly. oh so that's so that's yeah because I'm, I'm imagining because when you were describing they have like these like models in the magazine i'm like you're gonna have you're gonna fit somebody's butt from like a stretched out magazine yes if you fold it in half exactly and it's a, fourth. a quarter uh-huh it's a quarter yeah this is it's the beautiful. best fucking podcast and, show ever and if you think about it <laughs> so educational <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, like industrial design works like that a bit too, right? When I modeled yeah. a 3D model, I don't know, I had totally. to model the yeah. case of something. I would do a fourth and then I'll mirror it. Always, and then you might... always a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And... I've done a little bit of like the AR kind of like uh-huh. um, using um, something gravity. I forgot the name uh-huh. of the, of the uh-huh. app, but it, you do a tutorial. That's exactly what they do. They said the step one, put a mirror. And then step two, you just do it on one side. And it just, it, it, like you said, it just mm-hmm. makes it perfectly like symmetrical. Um, and that's what you need. Yeah. And um, I have to say, um, one of the first 
aha moments in my foundations year was whenever we got like sculpture classes, my head used to think very like symmetrical. So like mm. all my sculptures would be like, like right. same site. Right. And my professor would always be like, why are you doing symmetrical? Do asymmetrical. It does. Right. It's more right. wow. And I was like, well, maybe it's because right. I've always thought about symmetry right. as like, well, like fashion as my like um, way of right. expressing. So funny story back to my first piece. So, you know, you have now you were imagining the fourth, right? Of course, the yeah. back fourth, the back quarter is a bit bigger than the front one. Right. Well, I did two fronts. Oh. And so I did front and front. So you can imagine how small. It's a lot of ass. Basically, it's a lot of ass. Yeah. And it was, it was heartbreaking because I remember like me being extremely excited to like use it. And then my father being like, um, excuse me, lady. You cannot go out with this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's great. Picture this. Classic I was like 15, move. right? I was 15. It yeah. was fine. It was yeah, like, of course. Okay. Um, yeah. By the way, like I mentioned, I was, I was just in Hawaii. There's a lot, a lot of bathing suits there, and I, I've noticed that the ladies, the back are, is pretty small these days. They, they've changed a yeah. lot, uh, from what I remember. Probably even when you were doing 15. Now it's probably normal to have the front and the back be the same. Right? It is. It is. Not now weird. we now we have a technique that mm. basically you like whenever they're big, because like it's a very cultural thing if you think about it, Tony. Like, yes. Like Brazilian. <laughs> Brazilians have been doing it forever. Forever. Now it just feels like it's yeah, right. Right. Colombia, right. it's a good middle ground, right? Uh, just right. Uh, so you know, Colombia has a very great um, industry of um, like swimwear fabric. Mm. So mm. a lot of people, like most Colombian brands, are very like most famous um, swimmer brands are Colombian or Brazilian. Huh. Um, huh. and so. That's cool. Colombia, it's like middle, right? But then, like, for example, the States, um, today I haven't bought that many in the States, but, like, a couple years ago or when I started, um, they were a bit bigger, actually. And so yeah, what we would sure. do to adapt the, like, swimmer that you buy in the States or, like, made in the States, we put an elastic on the back part that would basically, like, crunch it up and, like, would mm. make it a bit smaller. Um, so, we you know, all these techniques that we had to do just to, like... <laughs> Culturally adapt the swimwear. <laughs> oh, that's pretty, that's amazing. pretty amazing. Ah, okay. So, so you took you took that. This is awesome. So you so you you go to SCAD, right? And you mm -hmm. and you learned something kind of practical, I would say, right? Something mm -hmm. hireable. So then, so then what happened? So then you graduate, and then and then you went back to Costa Rica. You said, yeah. And then you got to get a job. Yeah. So, um, industrial design, or like in general product design, three-dimensional product design in Costa Rica is not, there's not a lot of uh, market for it. And so right. me, like on the back of my mind, I mean, I love Costa Rica. Um, I really would love to live there um, in the future. Yeah. And so thinking about my future as a professional in Costa Rica, I started learning a bit of uh, digital design. So I got into like, I did actually did a minor in packaging because packaging hmm. uh, minors were five classes and it like that there was two of those classes that were industrial design classes and so mm. with only three classes i could have a minor in packaging cool. and they taught you like graphic design so so, so you oh. didn't in college you didn't learn digital design you learned that after college. i was exactly though i did wow. packaging huh. which taught me a bit of like right. digital mm. like That's basics right. for digital right um Cool. Funny and when, I'm, when when you say packaging, I'm literally thinking like box design and yes. like construction. Is that is that what you mean? That that is. But if you think about it, you need to design flat digital before you can print and make it three dimensional. Oh. And right. so a lot a lot of that has like theory. Like you need a lot of theory on like graphic design, for example, right. branding guidelines, um, fonts, <laughs> right, illustration. And so that kind of like got me into. Um, I kind of knew how to do digital. And then um, did an internship, did a couple of internships while I was in college, did a UX in bank. So that was pretty fun. Then did mm -hmm. advertising as well. And so I always knew that I didn't want to go into agency world. Um, mm. I wasn't too fond of like agencies. So 
um, we got introduced to consulting, like consulting firms in our senior year in industrial design because there's a lot of industrial design consulting firms. And um, since then, then I moved back home, COVID hits, and um, there's this very cool uh, consulting studio that opens offices in Costa Rica. And I was like, well, maybe this is my moment to kind of like combine yeah. digital and product design. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's how I got into um, like UX UI. Where we work now. Where we work now. Oh. So is this, this is your, this isn't your first job out of college, is it? It is. It's no my way. first job out of college. Oh my God. Um, it's crazy. You, like you would never, look, <laughs> I, I've worked with people that this is their first job out of college. I would never in a million <laughs> years n think that you were. Because just, to, just to, your you, composure, Tony. the way you carry yourself. Seriously, like. I appreciate and, it. And okay, so we've never worked on a project together, but I've I've been to the office many times. And I've seen you like like running shit. Like, you know, you're on calls and you're just like telling everybody like this is what, you know, you're just fucking like, like, like you know, giving orders in, in, a, in, a, in a polite but but but, you know, good way. Uh, yeah, that's like know, a, that's like a natural tendency of some people. And yeah, I you're a good leader. Has that, yeah, yeah. Because totally. I've seen people out of college and, and they don't know, you know, no shit. what's the expression? They're asking their elbows. They were just walking around. They don't know how to do anything. And it takes it takes a year or two before they start like, you know knocking stuff out yeah and i do have to say um, i mean it hasn't been like easy i've learned so many like so much things by heart um but one of the biggest things that i would recommend everyone going out of college is going to consulting when you're young and like yeah. you, there's so many like basics right that you learn the like how to communicate like i don't know it's just like industry just 101 it gives yeah, it to you totally so. Yeah. 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 Plus, you, learn, you learn how to think quick. You learn you learn how to bullshit your way through anything. You learn how not to bullshit and just say, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is really like a lot of people just feel like they have to make something up. Like, you, you know, you get exposure to like, you know, lots of in industries, like you said, um, lots of frameworks. Yeah. yeah and like when you're young, it's a lot, right. probably a lot of traveling involved in consulting. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, ne hours. I never did consulting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's 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 pretty good. It's it's definitely got its its things that are not so good, but but there's a lot of there's a lot of good things too. You know, side note, you know we have that event that the design week thing, and I think you should be the you. you oh, I think we already have a candidate for the moderator, but you should moderate this. Well, we mo we I recommended you to moderate it. <laughs> I know, and I, and I'm happy to do it, but like I'm like an old guy now. I feel like if it's somebody who's like relatively young in their career, no, I, I mean it. Like, cause, cause, cause this part of the thing we're doing, Nick, is for like you know ki kids who are about to graduate or or, or recent graduates. What this old guy? Like, let me tell you about my career when I started. Like, who gives a shit? Like, Tony, you have a very good sense of self and you have the energy of a 20 something so i think you could pull it off but you know i, agree, I think but but at the same time you know use your judgment yeah sounds yeah. like miss you'd be great miss you'd be amazing <laughs> um so 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 miss you sometime after covid you came back here to the united states and you moved to the bay area which is where you live now full-time right yep correct and um, wh wh why did you choose the bay area so, Which is where I live also, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so funny story, the job that we're that we're in now was my dream job. Um when I was out of college. Really? Yep. It was the first company that I ever applied to before graduating. And um uh, I had wow. never been to the Bay Area before, not even California. But mm -hmm. people that knew me and have been here, they've always said, Hey, you know what? You love outdoors adventure yeah camping hiking you're coming from costa rica uh i have to say i love food like cooking getting to know mm. restaurants all that um foodie industry i love it um and then um, i was working in tech and they're like you know what san francisco it would be like the right, right. place for you um and right. i don't think they were wrong i literally fell in love with the city at the moment that i got in here uh or like like literally day one in the bay um fell in mm -hmm. love with it i think so the move was 
an easy move in terms of timing because we were literally just COVID was like in the end of the pretty like intense uh like lockdowns yeah. and so yeah. it felt like a good mo like a good moment to transition to evolve yeah. personally and so right. the opportunity came um i don't think it was coincidence i think i worked pretty hard for it but um right. it like timing wise was great um and i mean yeah uh the move was pretty organic took a week of pto didn't even like hmm. I Damn. got into the meeting on out on a Friday, up the next Monday, and Seriously? I was just had a different background. Wait, but but you you hadn't even visited the Bay Area, and you nothing. just moved here. Nothing. That's, nothing. Nothing. That's insane. Yeah, I have to say. How did I, you like what? How, what did you bring? Like, what was like your pack? Like, what did you pack? <laughs> did you ship things over? Well, funny story. I was moving to California, <laughs> and so uh -huh. I brought a lot of swimwear with me. Right. Little did I know, I the San Francisco Beach. <laughs> I have no, to Tony. Say, jackets. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I have a kinship with Michi now because I also had a very when I was young I had a very adventurous spirit in going to college. I never visited Buffalo, and then suddenly I went to Buffalo. Never visited the school. My friends were going there. I'm like, all right, let's go to Buffalo. Didn't oh, matter. Yeah. And then I wound up freezing my ass off for four years. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was. Um, <laughs> No, but so, so Tony, basically what I did was, or to answer your question, I, um, you knew people in San Francisco though, right? Cause you had worked with us in this office. I feel, I mean, I, yeah. I had met you before. I feel like we probably met, did, did you go to the Equinox in Savannah? No. no, I was, I was a senior in Savannah when you guys went to. That's so crazy. I know. So Nick, we had, if you can imagine this before, well, we had two big, crazy things that happened in our company from like a boondoggler perspective, if you will. Ooh. One was we all, one was we all went to Berlin and it was before, it was like the week oh, before we went to Oktoberfest. I remember was, that. I was so jealous of that. Which was just like the coolest <laughs> fucking work thing I've ever been a part of in my life. But without, without, without question. I remember. I remember that clearly. It's, things started to go slightly downhill when they decided to like split us up into like regions. So instead of bringing the whole world together, which was about a thousand people into one city, They were like, we'll bring North America together in Savannah and we'll bring, you know, the European market into wherever the hell they went. But but we went to Savannah and that's where I learned about SCAD. And by the way, if you go to if you ever go to Savannah, it's a really nice city. Fucking SCAD is everywhere. It's like uh it's like the Starbucks of of Savannah, you know? Like it's every like building has it and it's just kind of like, right? It's surprisingly yeah. like spread out campus oh and, it's like um, a sprawled sprawled out campus yeah. where different uh dorms and uh different buildings yeah different that's the impression i got wow but you were a senior when we were there which is insane that's fucking weird anyway yeah. so so we we didn't meet you so so yeah the first time we met must have been you just you just showed up to the office one day yeah right or maybe it was a call Yeah, yeah. well, it could have been. I mean, we were always together in like calls and whatnot. So I kind of knew some people here. I hadn't. I had worked. I was currently working actually with one of uh, like. Oh, one of the one of your clients is based in the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Like the ones that you work with, right? Yeah, right. and so I kind of like knew some people here and there. Um, I didn't have any close real like close people here. I don't think that was always. I I feel like I'm pretty like good you by myself. Care. So yeah. I knew I was right. gonna like. I really wanted to hit the ground running to, uh, and so basically, um, what I would oh, do, you did. <laughs> what I would do two two big things that I did. Well, first of all, I did uh -huh. a sublet that had okay. for three weeks. So I didn't have to like choose where to live week one. I knew I wanted to have some time to adapt, choose where I want to live, right. get furniture and all that stuff. So I think right. that was key. And wait, then, how long was that for? How long was that weeks. sublet for? Three weeks. Okay, that's good. I had yeah, COVID yeah. one though. Oh. Literally flew in, got God COVID. I know. Oh, I know. It's pretty bad. God. Oh, it was terrible. pretty bad. Wait, how did you feel? How was your mental state? Were you did you feel like did you feel like alone at all? Like were you feeling like isolated? And I mean, how was <laughs> how do you do Were that? you feeling as isolated as you actually were? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was it was weird because like I actually felt so bad physically. I felt so oh. sick that I like time went by like super slow. Couldn't even like get up. Mm. Um, and like I know like the 
like at the company they were like hey do you want to take some days i was like no get me into every meeting possible right. i need you this you don't want to be yeah. yeah 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 um it was a bit awkward because i had roommates the people with the like the, per the girl oh, that the was sublet, the sublet. Oh, yeah, and okay, so okay. it was it was pretty awkward. But I have to say, I mean, I did I had phone calls every day with my mom, with my family, right. and so that was kind of my way of dealing with it. Also, I think right. it was overwhelming in general because it was like a new city. I wanted to walk around right. and all that thing. So I kept my head a bit busy. I had time to choose furniture, which was great. Right. Um, <laughs> Shopping online, right? And so right. what I actually did was a lot of Instacart. So I would Instacart like ah. pillows and all those things because I knew I already had to like order stuff because I couldn't go out. Um, but so I did a, I did two things. One, did that subject for three weeks. And the yeah. other thing that I did was I would use Google Maps like six months before yeah. moving. I would like right. go around and I, I asked, I like. Oh, like street view? You would like see view, like And I would around. walk around mm. in street view. And yeah. uh, first one of the best um tips that someone gave me was get familiar with the muni lines and download clipper before you get there what is clipper first day clipper is it's like their, the um, card that you use for like the the public transport it's a metro card oh it's metro, metro card. card gotcha he, he's yeah, yeah, tony metro speaks card. tony speaks new york yeah i'm i'm yeah. bi-coastal <laughs> 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 um, anyway so i had that like day one i was already taking like public transport and it got me very like crazy um like familiar, familiar with it and and it was i never felt lost to be honest you oh that's great i have i have i have two daughters and you know of course i'm like a you know i'm a dad just the thought of my daughter go, going to a, a, a strange city by herself i, I mean you're incredibly courageous it you, is you courageous. realize that it right really like courageous. this is like wh where do you think this courage comes from um Tony, I'd have to give you an hour-long response, but I want to say my <laughs> parents, probably. Yeah, yeah, nice. it's great. Yeah. Well, good, good on them. They, they, they did good, good job on you, because, because you know, I, I think a lot of people are probably, I would imagine, would love to do what you're doing, but they just, you know, they either need a friend or they need to have a contact over there. Like I like I mentioned earlier on my on my earlier story, I was in Honolulu for uh, you know a couple of hours by myself before I met Nick the next day, and I was like, I was like I'm kind of sad right now. It feels like really lonely. I I can't imagine just moving, yeah, you know, to another country, country. Um, that's right. That's a whole other dimension. That's, that's just another yeah, city. That's, that's yeah. It's kind of insane. I have to Tell say, me yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was no, just no. gonna say the U.S. is a good the U.S. is a good place to move, um, because things are very like things work. Um, if you yeah. need right. a paper, you go straight right. to the office that gives you the yeah. paper. Right. Coming from yeah. a developing yeah. country, just like like Costa Rica, you need a paper. You go there, you get the paper, and they're like, "Oh, but you have to get these stamps and the stamps. You have to get them in like this <laughs> other place." And you go to get the stamp, right. and they're like, "Oh, did you take yourself? Like, did, do you have your picture?" And so that kind of like makes it a bit easier. Um, yeah. We to... do tend to complain, by the way, about how shitty the X is <laughs> in this country, but we are so goddamn lucky. Like it's still as fucked up as it is. It is, it is still really pretty, pretty good comparatively. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's still kind of amazing. Hopefully we won't reset inflection point <laughs> where it's actually worse than the benefits. Well, well, the thing is, it's not as good as other countries, right? So that's the other, right? If, I mean, like, you know, you hear about like Asian countries that are just so hyper-efficient about this. And even if you go to Europe, like there's some countries that just do it, just do things better. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, so it's better than like a, you know, a, a developing country in, in Latin America, but, but like probably 15th in the world of like X, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, Misu, what are your other thoughts? Okay, so you just gave a positive. Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, lead you in any way. But what are your other thoughts about living in the United States now? You've been here for a couple of years. Like, what do you think? So there's there's the good, the bad, and the not so good, not so bad. Right, the the middle ground. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be a bit biased, uh, probably because I've lived in the Bay for like the past yeah. year and a half. So, um, this might be more of like what. How has my experience been living in um, in the Bay? Um, yeah. I have to say, uh, food-wise, I think 
it's one of the biggest takeaways that I have. The variety of food that you guys mm. have, it, the, the, or not you guys, but like that the the bay offers. Um, it's yeah. more diverse than what we get back home. Um, right. That in terms of like I don't know cuisine, which is very as you might have already seen. Uh, I mention it a lot. Yeah. Um, culturally, of course, um, there isn't uh, like such a strong like flavor, right? To um, living in the states, but I think there's a lot of like you can definitely find culture in the states. So like specifically, right. like for example, the the bay, it's so diverse that you can like. Right. Find, you can literally find it anywhere. Um, there, there's no like, uh, if I may, there's no like native kind of culture exactly. that's American, except like the Super Bowl. Well, and maybe like, you know, all the... like Burning Man. That's sort of its own culture. But even Burning well, Man has its, oh, it's 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 like not the average. Right. It's not the stereotypical yeah, like yeah, American, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? right. Yeah. And there's a there's a lot of things. You just got to find the the click that you want to, and it has all, like unlimited things that you want to connect with and people that you want to connect to. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, for example, that's something that I felt super different from like Savannah, Georgia than like the Bay. Right. Um, Savannah was a bit more like you, you either get like students and then old white couples. Right. And there was right. a lot of um, it was pretty like it was it was very strong. The like the, the influence that this like old couples had in in this in the city, in the town. And so. Right. If you, for example, summers where you didn't have students because it was an optional like quarter, yeah, a complete different right. experience. Yeah, I stayed once and it was like whoa, like it definitely feels different. Um, yeah, I've had the privilege that SCAD brings in a lot of international students and that San Francisco also has a lot of international people, um, and it's right. very diverse. Um, so. I have actually been super satisfied with like finding my own like um, ways of um, how would I say this of it's not evolving, but like like satisfying that like cultural needs yeah. that we sometimes That's have. Great. That's um, great. Um, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because because, you know, like Nick said, I'm, I'm, I'm from New York, not originally, but I grew up there. And like the scale of New York compared to like San Francisco, I find San Francisco to be kind of small, but, but it has everything New York it has, has you know, like it's, it's just, it's, it's basically like my own mental model of it is like, it's not as like big, but it's got everything. It's got the same thing. It's just the scale of it. It's just different. Right. It does. And now, and I'm imagining from your point of view, coming from Costa Rica, it's like San Francisco got everything, period. Yeah. It, yeah. Because, Right. And it has, it has, yeah, it has uh, all the nature, for example, that I really miss from Costa right. Rica. It has, it's small, right? right? Costa Rica is super small. It's a six million, right, right, like country. You are, uh, if, if I can paint the picture for the folks that are listening to this podcast, the the two folks, your parents are probably going to listen to this. <laughs> uh, uh, but but um, you are in a in what looks like a uh, like a room with a mirror and like some foam. Or something. <laughs> what? What? Where are you, Mishi, right now? So, um, my best friend lives in LA, and I came down to visit. And this is the most LA thing that you're gonna hear. But their building um, has a recording room as part of the amenities. So we were able to um, get the recording room. Um, that's why you probably that's haven't amazing. heard anything around me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The the most clearest audio. Isn't it amazing, Nick? Yeah. Fucking recording room. So it's like laundry, wow. bike storage, recording. Sun what else? What else a typical LA uh, building uh, have, you think, that's absurd? So like saunas? Saunas? Yeah. 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 Very Maybe LA. like a tanning bed. Yeah. Right. Uh, you got, um, they got co-working areas that with like cool on like coffee machines. So um, everybody in that building is like, is like in their mid twenties, basically. Right. Um, like. Yeah. 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 That's the life. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. God. So, how do you like LA compared to uh, SF? I come very often. Um, yeah. I think I'm used to not having to drive anywhere. Um, so right. I don't really like that about LA. I think it's just like yeah. just having like in San Francisco. I always walk for my morning coffee. 
Um, you can do that here. To grab some coffee. You, 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 there, but there's little pockets of neighborhood, like the way you describe San Jose, you know, in a way that there's little pockets of neighborhoods where you you can do that. But then it's very small. It's like, you know, these three square blocks are like where the cool things are. But then you got to get yeah. in a car. And, yeah. And then, of course, it depends on like where the office, um, like where people right. like work and whatnot. And so um, usually, uh, well, my friend works in entertainment. Um, so a lot of like um, Hollywood um a lot of the studios um, in entertainment are in Hollywood. So we, like, she has to, like, travel. Um, so this is a great spot for her to live, which it's not, like, one of right. those pockets, right? And so we basically have to, like, uh, drive everywhere. Um, that right. being said, I love the warm weather of L.A. I yeah, think that's nice. the main the reason nice. why I come here. And is, it, is, is this apartment in the east or the, is it near the beach? Because if you live on the on the east side, it's kind of a pain in the ass to get to the beach. But no, the so it's, side, it's closer. Kind of, no? it's closer to the beach. Yeah. And yeah. and I have to say, um, funny story that you said that you went to Hawaii, not similar at all, but I had my first experience in um, Palm Springs this weekend. Oh, Palm Springs. It was great. It was actually what's, it, was it, what's it like? I don't I've never been there. Nick, oh. ima- imagine like a desert oasis stuck in the 70s. Yeah, imagine oh. imagine like Imagine like what you would imagine. Yeah, imagine it's, it's like, like all the, the houses. Cars. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's like mid-century yes. modern. The it, the air is like super dry. It's a desert. Yeah. Uh, but Ooh. they have these great hotels and they have great like be- uh, pool parties. Did you go to a pool party? I got so, pool. Up. Yeah, ish. We awesome. we stayed we stayed at a place that had um, a had a pool and then had a like a pub inside the bar uh, inside the hotel. And they played, so everything's like funky. Yeah. If I had a word to describe right. it, it's funky. You got diners. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that they sell is like yeah. 70s, super like, it's yeah. crazy. And so they, the DJ played um, funky soul. That was how he right. described the genre. And I was like, yeah. this is great. And then he started playing funky and you salsa. Just, so you just, everybody's kind of moving and dancing the whole time. The and, whole time you're there, you're just, everybody's and, like wiggling their hips. <laughs> and then people dress like that. And so it's really, yeah, yeah. I, it, you feel yeah. in like oh, another so cool. time. Yeah, you're like in a movie it's set. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun, Nick. We should go. We should we should plan a boys trip there. Absolutely. Yeah, we get a, we get a, we get a, we get a cabana for the day. We go to one of these pool parties. It's fucking great. It's so fun. You just drink all day. Just partying. <laughs> it's fucking great. Really fun. Oh, I can't wait. Um, so Misha, you, you think you think if you had to do it all over again, you're happy with a choosing SF versus like, yeah, yeah versus like one, LA. One hundred percent, I would choose SF um, a million times. Um, what if it was LA, but like it was like the beach scene in LA, you know, like um, like like mm-hmm. Santa Monica or something, mm-hmm. or like Venice, because that's that's the thing that always yeah. thinks I always think like that might be cool. That might be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to say, though, in California, I've also been to San Diego, and I think San Diego is the right mix between L.A. and SF. Uh, um, San Diego is probably my favorite place in California. Yes, uh, I love La Jolla it. is just beautiful. Absolutely perfect. beautiful. And I think it has it has the best of both, right? It has the warm weather of L.A., mm-hmm. um, but yep. it also has, there's a lot of, like, tech companies, like, having, like, opening offices in San Diego, and it's a bit more chill mm-hmm. than L.A., right? I'm not a huge like. But you gotta drive love. everywhere too, probably, right? In in San Diego, ish, ish, ish. You get a, you get a lot of more of those pockets. Right. Yeah. yeah the best right. the best uh, pl- uh, work, you know, go going away work, after work bar, trip, you know, bar hopping trip I've ever been on was in San Diego. It was like one of the greatest nights of my life. It was so good. I met so many people. What was so great? What was so great about it, Nick? Well, I mean, I met a bunch of people, people who I still talk to today, people who came Wait, to New York. Like a, you, went, you went to like a conference or something? What were you doing in San Diego? Uh, it was like a, <laughs> it was a scrum conference where I learned how to do, be a scrum master. <laughs> and, that uh, is. I met this guy at the, uh, you know, at, in the class and then um, we went out and then his wife came down because they were like having a little vacation of it and I met them and then they came to New York a couple of years later and I took them to Keene's. It's freaking great. Wow. It's such a great, great. such a great experience. Um, you know, living in by California. By the way, going to. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Vichy. No, I was going to say that living in California just makes, has always uh, made me want to live, do like a van life for a couple months. Um, yeah. 
it's a very stereotypical California thing. But as industrial designers, I feel like the dream is always to like build your own van and like live there for a couple months. So still still pending, yeah. but hopefully uh-huh. we can. That's great. Again. That's a that's a great aspiration. Do you have Do you have a roommate now? No. No. You got a solo place. I that's have a cool. solo place, uh, especially because yeah. I lived with my family in COVID. It was four of us yeah. living in the same house, so I definitely needed that privacy, and yeah. so that was yeah. like one of my priorities moving out awesome that's great and you're in the you're in the marina right i am i am in the north do you like it do you like it up there yeah it's very um we don't get a lot of like latin culture up there it's safe though um living by myself i think it's it was one of the like safest places to live um knowing that i didn't i was new to the city um yeah i would definitely move out um i want to bring my dog so i adopted a dog in in college oh mm-hmm. cool i adopted in, co- Wait, in, uh, in, in college. college so it's an american dog and you took him to costa it is. or her to costa? he's living wow. his life with his best life with his grandparents um what, what, in what's the his name pequeño which means it's a latin mozzarella stick small. it's it's a it's a small with a t instead of a p Ah, pequeño. Yeah, okay. that's, that's cool. A, cool. It's a Venezuelan mozzarella stick, actually. And so, um, he's leaving oh. with my with my parents. Um, would love to bring him uh, up to San Francisco. Um, but does my your building parents, allow dogs? Nope. No. So I'm gonna have yeah, to. No. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So much work. My we just dropped our dog when we were in Hawaii. We dropped our dog off with my daughter in 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 college. She she lives with two roommates, <gasps> and it, it was just. I could just tell it was like too much, you too know, much. like, yeah, like, can you please come get him? Like, that's enough. You Wait, so, so your daughter, your daughter had a dog in college? No, no, no. She, my my daughter last week watched Bob. Oh, watched we Bob. Were gotcha. I was like, take Bob back. Yeah, she had him for like three, four days, and she was like, "That's enough." That's enough. Um, um so yeah. actually, um, so we adopted. I had a roommate back in college. We both adopted the dog. So it's it's it has two moms, and she's the one who huh. lives in LA. So we both live in California now. Is that the one you're visiting now? Yep. Your friend you're visiting? Oh, that's oh awesome. it's so cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Oh, we, that's we, so great. So he can totally be a Californian dog. We could he could have some weekends yeah. in LA, some weekends in SF. Um, he would yeah. love it. But yeah, we still need <clears throat> to get him back to California yeah. or out of Costa Rica, how, basically. How how are you how are you getting to LA? When you're visiting your friends, you're not fly. driving down there, are you? No, I fly. You fly, right, right. Good luck getting your dog. What kind of dog is your dog? Small? It's a lap. Nope, it's a lap shepherd mix. So it's pretty big. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to get a car then. <laughs> you're yeah, gonna you know. figure out a way. Well, he used to he used to fly all the time from in college. Every quarter we um we did. What? I know the pictures and the videos that we have are and the stories that we have about. His travels are, are great. Um, but he used to travel every week. Every 10 weeks, we traveled back to Costa Rica. And he came with us all the time. Um, oh, wow. That's great. First time we we uh, adopted him. Um, so we gave him some, like, anxiety pills before his first yeah. flight. Right? Yeah. And so when he got to Costa Rica, he was still in the effect of the pills. And yeah. my our parents were like, this is dog a is awesome. great dog. <laughs> Doesn't even fart. Dog is high as fuck. Yeah. So super what do you, you, what do you you buy a seat for the dog? We you got to put him in you got to put him under. Yeah, they the, no, under the, they so go underneath he, the the luggage? No, he flies well um before before it became a like cam ish to do emotional support oh. dogs. Um so we trained him to do to be emotional support. Um and so he was like fully enrolled and um we yeah so he was an emotional okay. support dog um oh, cool. and then so he would travel with in our like leg room we so we that's amazing nice, nice. and nobody would like even realize that there was a dog like we would literally be like oh that's great uh window great. middle seat and a person on the aisle and the person in the aisle wouldn't like oh, wouldn't even amazing. notice yeah he was pretty oh, that's good great. that's so great he was pretty good that's with... so great my dog hates my dog hates being and moving things uh, my I dog think, my dog loves it. He fucking hates it. He gets really anxious and he starts panting like crazy and but but maybe I should just give him some pills. I 
think I think mm. that's the move. Yeah, my dog gets nervous when he he uh, goes to a place where he feels like he's going to be left. Mm-hmm. Like that or, or my mom's. Because <laughs> we typically leave him at my mom's when we go on trips. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. he's pretty calm. Um, Mishi, we're at time. Okay. Um, Thank you I, so much for joining us. Yeah, course. it was a pleasure Thank meeting you. for you. having me. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with us that I haven't, no. I haven't asked? No, not yeah. at all. Um, I, I, I am such a fan of yours. I love, I love, uh, even though we've never worked on a project together, I just love having, you know, you as a, as a person that, that is around because you always bring like joy. Um, and Nick, we're, we're going to the office, like we're supposed to go every Wednesday and it's just, you know, kind of like mm-hmm, if you can. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and when I go, there's Mishi fucking like talking to her team, like telling him what to do. And it's <laughs> great. And then That's we go great. out for drinks. We get some, we get some cheekies and it's, it's, it's always, it's always fun. It's always we so do. fun. We do Wednesday tater tots usually. Oh, it sounds <laughs> good. Tater tots, very good. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me, Tony. Thank you for, um, also just describing me as the most fun person that you have around. I really appreciate you it. You are. And Nick, thank you so much for having me as well. Absolutely. Pleasure. All right, Mishi. See you soon. Nikki, I will see you soon. And uh, to uh, to our parents, we'll see you next week. <laughs> and the people that listen to the show. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Ciao, ciao.